what up everybody welcome back to another episode of dr movie that's the french version uh the show that i do while i'm driving my car down the road talking about some movies some good some bad some just aight you ever watch a movie that's just aight that's kind of where we're at today uh Again, the majority of these are on Tubi. It's kind of where I'm pulling the resources from for several different reasons. Um, but this one, I've been doing the uh, full moon Christmas, I guess you would say. It's not really official or anything. And this one, lo and behold, is not full moon, but I sure would have thought it was just from the artwork. But uh, it's not. And uh, we're talking about 1990s circuitry man yeah um sure feels like a full moon movie I don't know it, it would have a little more craziness to it I think this one's pretty straight laced for what it is what is circuitry man if you haven't seen it like I said 1990 it says a bio android and a blonde <laughs> flee across the air polluted country with narcotic microchips you know, it came to me in a dream. <laughs> it's, it's one of those kind of ideas. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a road movie where you got, you know, a lot of high-speed chasing going on. And it's called Circuitry Man only because one character calls another character Circuitry Man like three times. Even though through the majority of the movie that is never established of why it's called Circuitry Man or just the fact of on the cover... It doesn't have circuitry man on there. Oh, what? You say the guy on the cover is not who the movie's about? Well, kinda, yes and no. I guess you could technically say two people in this movie are circuitry men, and there is a blonde. <laughs> and again, when you look at the uh, the cast here, you can kind of tell where the money was spent. When you need a bad guy, you don't have to look much further than Vernon Wells, right? I mean, the guy is pretty much the 80s iconic bad guy. From Commando to Inner Space to, I don't know, Weird Science. I mean, the guy's just in everything. Uh, yeah, Road Warrior or Mad Max Road Warrior. Uh, you know, the dude is everywhere. So, uh, the perfect bad guy, right? And he plays a character called Plughead. Not Secretary Man, Plughead who's a underground cyber person who's got plug-ins of all different types, kind of like a universal plug for your computer, all around his head, or in his head. And as the movie goes on, the more and more things get plugged into it. I don't know if this was the selling point of the movie. Hey, we got this guy that you can just plug things into his head, and he can kind of, like, I don't know, share information either with people or machines or there's a lot of uh, super sci-fi tech in this movie for 1990 so I guess at the time probably this kind of made people go oh that's kind of a cool idea um, and it, it does it's got some pretty okay stuff we got uh, Jim Meltzer in this too Metzler uh, been in quite a few things nothing to really talk about but I will bring up he was in Hot to Trot there's a movie for you. I'm sure that one will pop up on this show one of these days. Hot to Trot. 
Bobcat Ghostweight with a racehorse with the voice of John Candy. I mean, how's that not a winning combination, right? Uh, let's see who else we got. The uh, the blonde, as it was put in the synopsis, was uh, is Dana Wheeler Nicholson. Uh, she's uh, she's from Fletch. That's really what I think of when I think of her. She's the blonde, right? Remember, he goes up and knocks on the door and says, and she comes out, she's been in the shower, got a towel on. He's like, uh, can I borrow your towel because my car just hit a water buffalo? Yeah, it's it's that lady, right? And she's like a bodyguard slash hitman, and she's retired in this movie. And uh, she gets hooked up with this guy at the beginning, and you kind of got this sexual thing going on at the beginning and it's all kind of a rue to uh, get her back into the force and she's she's quit bodyguarding and started designing clothes that's a pretty drastic change folks even for 1990 that's pretty drastic not saying it wouldn't happen in the 90s but uh, that's our story we're sticking to it she gets pulled back in to defend this lady named Juice who uh is a rambler, uh, a, an arms dealer, a uh, little bit of everything. She just, you know, works for the underground. Which, the majority of this movie is about being underground. Because on the surface, the earth has been destroyed. So it is post-apocalyptic as well. And uh, you kind of got that thing going on. And uh, so you can't get out on the surface or you'll die. Because there's no oxygen anymore. Because, you know, we're idiots and we destroyed the world. And, um... Uh, but she's hired to come back in and defend Juice because she's going to go have this meeting with Plughead. Needless to say, things don't go well. And you think, you, you see Circuitry Man, not Circuitry Man, you see Plughead try to kill Juice, or does kill, you think. And uh, at that point, uh, Plughead is trying to kill Lori, which is... Dana Wheeler Nicholson, the, the the bodyguard lady. What does he call her in the movie? Uh, she's got. They give her like a nickname. Uh, I can't remember. But uh, she ends up uh, stabbing Plughead and taking the suitcase, briefcase. It's got tons of money in it and all these microchips. Right. This whole thing is about these microchips that you get to see, instead of drugs, you see Plughead take one of them, plug them in his head, and he acts like he's just take a big hit of cocaine. So, you know, you got all this kind of stuff going on. It's kind of funny. But then from there on, you've got this big road chase scene, right? That's pretty much, you got Plughead chasing the blonde who ends up getting together with this guy who's a romantic robot is the best way to put it. He's uh, he's also a cyber person. Looks like a real person, but he's actually a robot. They team up to take these chips to New York because that's where you take everything in these movies. And uh, they're being chased by Plughead and his team. And then Plughead and his team are being chased by some undercover agents. So you get these three groups that are just constantly moving throughout the movie. Um... They meet up with a guy named Leech, uh, who uh, has oxygen tanks, so they can actually get out on the Earth's surface 
for further travel and faster travel. During their journey, they uh, stop at this little diner because there would be a diner back in these days or in these days. It, it, it's also interesting that in the 90s, I'm glad to know that in the not-so-distant future, the music of choice was going to be jazz. Yeah, that happened. And, uh, because they play this one song like 15 times throughout the flick. Kind of gets on your nerves. Uh, needless to say, the chase ensues, and, um, Leech ends up stealing their car, and they end up hitching a ride with this semi-truck driver. And they get caught out in the middle of the desert, and, uh, or Plughead takes this guy and has him drawn in quarter with some, some motorcycles, and he plugs into the dude so he can feel his pain while he's dying. So there's all these kind of things going on, right? Trying to utilize this 90s technology. And, uh, you know, it's got some pretty cool scenes. This is, this is not a bad movie. It's just kind of wonky at times. Um, needless to say, it all comes down to the end where they're face-to-face in New York. And it's kind of like what you expect, right? And uh, needless to say, I tell you what, there is, there is a pretty neat sequence of scenes here towards the end where Plughead fights the romantic character whose name is, what's his name? Uh, Danner, which is the, the, the romantic robot I was talking about. There's some pretty good sequences here that uh, are very uh, dream state that look pretty dang cool. So there is about 10 minutes of this where I'm like, okay, this is uh, this is taking it somewhere else and it looks really good. So it does have some moments there. It almost becomes like a Hellraiser 2 type scene. And Plughead turns into almost like the doctor from Hellraiser 2 and he's, you know, holding up Circuitry Man, which is now what we call Danner. That's what Plughead calls him Circuitry Man. Why? No idea because they both have the same circuits. But uh, he's ripping away the flesh off of his body, exposing his metallic inner skeleton or whatever. And you know what? It's done pretty well. I have to I have to give it credit. It's not too bad. Um, there's some pretty good action sequences. There's some trying to be funny humor in this where you got the bumbling cops that are chasing that are always behind and weird things always happen and, you know, they're just idiots, right? But for the most part, uh, we get a big battle at the end and, like I said, kind of ends like you expect. So, uh, not a bad movie, just not a great movie. Well, it did well enough to do to make a sequel, so I guess there's that. But uh, again, Vernon Wells, you can't go wrong with him. If anything, it's worth just watching for him. And I have to say, Dana Will- Wilson, uh, Dana Wheeler Nicholson, plays a really good role in this. Uh, you, she's quite believable as this tough person, which is really surprising, because. You wouldn't think so. But uh, there you go. That's that's pretty much my thoughts on this one. Um, I'm going to give it kind of middle of the road again, another three out of five for me. And uh, so, you know, I liked it. I don't know that I'll run back to it to watch it again. 
but it does have some redeeming moments in it. I just could have done without a lot of the songs. And the opening credits, too, kind of got on my nerves. They go on forever with nothing going on. It's like way too long. It could at least have some of the story going on while the credits were showing. But anyways, that's just a, a minor gripe. So there you go. That's pretty much my thoughts on this one. If you like uh, low-budget sci-fi flicks, you know, give this one a shot. It's it's not terrible. Uh, in a way, I'd say it's a step above what we normally get with some full moon stuff. Even though it's not full moon. But it, like I said, feels like it. So uh, give it a shot. See what you think. Let me know what you think. I'm sure there's some people out there that love this movie because it's just one of those kind of flicks that would definitely have a following. Again, that's kind of how you get a part two. So, all right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later, yo.